You're listening to What the Folklore, making sense of senseless tales. You can support us on Patreon and join our Discord server at patreon.com slash wtfolklore. Welcome to What the Folklore, Making Sense of Senseless Tales. I am your storyteller, Carmen. Crime Weaver Tyler. Gordy. Free as the wind. The Madonna of what the folklore. Um, now, what does this mean? You're just Gordy. Um, oh, no no last name, you mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just the one name. Not, not that I'm like a multi-platinum Grammy, presumably a Grammy winning artist. I mean, you're working on it. Yeah, not yet, Be- Gordy, but don't give up on your dreams. Winning a Grammy? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I'd, I'd, I'd take a Grammy. <laughs> would say no to a grammy um, it's not like it to you it's not like a particular goal but if it's like it's one of many things where just like i'm not actively working on it but if somebody came up and was like hey we think you're a good candidate for this do you want to check it out i'd go like well sure why not i'll be a whatever for a little sure, bit I'll, I'll be an egot yeah if someone was like do you <laughs> want to be an egot like uh yeah i'd i'd, I'd check that out Accidental EGOT would be a very fun, like, Mental life to EGOT? Live. Accidental EGOT. Like, someone who just sort of stumbles into it. Like there's well, just... there's probably the episode title. <laughs> like, you're just messing around with stuff, and then, uh, like, you just keep getting these awards you did not try for, and really didn't care about, but they're happening, and you're not upset about it. Holy shit, did I just EGOT? I mean, as, uh, as... As uh, as Zac Efron said, and we are your friends. All you need is one track. <laughs> Thank you, Zac Efron. And it's true, and it's true now more than ever. One one banger, you get it in a movie, a TV show, uh, a play based on those. That's it. I'm just excited for you to get your face in the EGOT yearbook next to Whoopi Goldberg. I would demand to be next to Whoopi Goldberg. I can't remember any other EGOTters, actually. I kind of assume Lin-Manuel Miranda has one, actually. If not now, then soon. Yeah, but I, I can't actually confirm that mm-hmm. I mean, as could. I sit here today. You well, a, I could, but you I, have a Google I, should, machine. I should say I won't confirm it as I sit here today. Because <laughs> I, just, I just can't be asked to, honestly. <laughs> That's fair, and that's the that's the kind of attitude that will make you a, an award winning accidental egotter. <laughs> Correct. All right, so we're supposed to be reading a folk tale and not. Yeah, we should have done set, that yeah, like ten minutes ago. Setting goals for Gordy's future, um, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to read you a tale from somewhere in the world. You two have not heard it before, um, and you're going to probably crime it up and we're gonna try and fix it for modern audiences great i don't know our success rate on that's real hit or miss but we're gonna try 
So we're sticking to the book Strange Things Sometimes Still Happen, edited by Angela Carter, because that's a nice collection of worldwide folktale, and I like this book, and I missed my library. I'm going to say that every miss has not been our fault. Whose fault is it? The story. It's just inherently bad and unfixable. Mm. Yeah, look, we, we're obliged to say that we'll try. Yeah. But I think that's... I think Some that things are it. beyond even our power. Well, let's see what your sticky fingers can do to this tale. Uh, Akal and her wild mother. And where is this from? This is from Sudan. Where is this wild lady from? Sudan. (laughs) Specifically uh, from the the Dinka, which is a a group from South Sudan. Okay. Yes. Now it's our country. Yep. Uh, All right. So. You ready? Yes. Yeah, well, a story. Let's get to it. Story is happening. Akol, Lankakor, the blind beast, and Alda Chinhgini, the exceedingly brave one, were living with their mom. Just kind of chilling at home. So these are all people. Yeah. Even though one is a blind beast. Well, that's just what his name means. Someone, like he he came out eyes closed but screaming like a banshee, and they're Just like, claws well, out. "Look at this baby! This baby's a blind beast. Scales, horns, maybe a little furry, one wing, angel. Just a just a real Final Fantasy, <laughs> a one winged angel, you say? The other boy came out. Uh, he just yelled once to be like, "I'm alive!" and then was like, had this look of steely concentration for the rest of his infanthood like i'm i'm fine with whatever's happening out here bit of a momotaro yeah so he he got the exceedingly brave one and i don't know what a cole's mean names the name means oh man i need coffee (laughs) 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 this is a good start to this i'm also hoping i'm pronouncing all these right there's a lot of ch's in there Uh, so it could be a troll and lanchachor and alda chingini I don't know. Yeah. So, uh, the mom of these three kids would go and fetch firewood. And her typical habit with this was to gather a ton of pieces of, of wood, and then she'd put her hands behind her back and just say, Oh dear, who will help me with this heavy load? Just kind of fishing. For yeah. In the, <laughs> volunteers. in the wilderness. Yeah. I mean, listen, we have met Temp Tiger. There are tigers <laughs> out there working it there There are are. there's at least one tiger (laughs) they're they're looking for their foot in the door uh well we have here a lion um and the lion Man, big cats they just want they will break into the carrying things industry they will carry sticks all day (laughs) um this lion came passing by and he said well if i do it what will you give me because this lion unlike tiger will not do unpaid internships (laughs) <laughs> this lion is wiser than temp tiger yes and so she offered one hand in exchange for carrying firewood which seems i mean that seems like a, an overpayment really can we call him entry-level lion yes entry-level lion <laughs> agency experience uh, required like even entry-level how does this compare to temp tiger well temp tiger will do anything for zero money or reward uh-huh. Right. Temp Tiger works for exposure. Okay. Entry level lion is really trying to build a career. Okay, so he like needs needs some guarantee of pay. 
Yeah, entry level lion is has aspirations. Temp Tiger is hoping to be discovered. Yeah, and was by us. <laughs> Wait, that is true. So it worked out. <laughs> yeah, the the dream is alive. Just keep working for nothing, kids. And maybe you too one day will be an influencer. Maybe someday a podcast will mention you. And you'll have this, made it. Yeah, this is, uh, the, this dream. is the exposure you've been waiting for. <laughs> yep. Yeah, one hand in exchange for carrying wood seems simultaneously an overpayment and an underpayment. Because, like, you get two in life that come naturally by you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, What what is the length of the contract? I mean, the length of the contract is you carry wood for however long it takes it to get the... to its final destination, which is probably our tops. Yeah, so it's not an indefinite amount of wood that you will be carrying henceforth. Right, like, this is a contract one hand for this pile of wood mm. get carried. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, there's not a lot you can, like, do with one hand. You can't really invest a hand all that well. But as a person giving it away, you also don't get that back. It is a permanent payment system. It's not a bad negotiation tactic, though. How so? You got to drive a hard bargain first. And then, like, if they talk you down to a couple fingies, at least you're still getting those fingies. Well, she's offering the hand. So the lion's not going to, like, bargain down for fingies. (laughs) (laughs) He'd try to bargain up for arm at best. Well, what if he's full? Well, like, oh, a whole hand? I couldn't possibly. <laughs> a fingy, though. That would hit the spot. Certainly. Uh, he takes the whole hand bargain, though. And he helps her carry the wood, and she goes home. Her daughter, Akel, says, Mom, why is your hand like that? Didn't you have two of those when you left? Yeah, like, it was a hand, and now it is presumably a still-bleeding <laughs> stump. I don't ruin. When yeah. you left, you had two hands, and now you've returned with a lion. What's going on? Um, and the mom says, well, don't even worry about it. It's nothing. I want to know what kind of, like, surgical precision this lion has in hand removal <laughs> that she is not bleeding out and has not passed out from pain. Maybe his teeth are lightsabers. Maybe. Cauterizing as they go. Mm-hmm. She left again for more firewood and made the same deal with her other hand. And when she comes back, her daughter's like, maybe you should stop going to get firewood. Can seems... we get somebody else to go get the firewood, please? It seems to go specifically bad for you. So the mother keeps insisting that nothing is wrong. Goes for more firewood. There's no clear indication of timeline on this. So she could be going once this a day. This could be the same afternoon. <laughs> yeah, or or she's like in and out uh, giving bits of, of her uh, important limbs to a lion. Mm-hmm. Uh, This time she offers a foot. And when she comes back, the daughter now insists that literally anyone else does the firewood stuff. Please, please, please. My mother is gone. (laughs) And asks the the mom, why is this happening? Why are your hands and your foot like this? There is so little of my mom left. And the mom says, daughter, it is nothing to worry about. It is my nature. To be be Yeah, to what? To undergo this? I guess... Don't worry, I fucking love it. Like, maybe she is into Vor, and this like she's finally living her truth. What a way to do it. Uh, so she goes back out for firewood, 
offers the other foot, and when she comes home this time, she becomes wild and turns into a lioness and refuses to eat cooked meat and will only have raw. So Wait, after, after after you lose two hands and two feet to a lion, that's She's how you- She's a lion. That's just how you get lionesses. I don't think that's true. <laughs> that's, how, that's how they're made. Ty- I watch don't a- think that that's true. Watch a nature documentary. <laughs> I have seen The Lion King- that's Disney I, propaganda. I don't think that Simba's good friend Nala was an old woman. No, she was a young woman. A young, young, a young lioness. Who got her hands and foot ate. Yeah, no, she was a kid who so got her hands could, and foot ate and then became a little fuck lion a Simba. cub. Well, she, that's not why in the first place. When she grew up as a lioness, <laughs> that's when she got to fuck a Simba. So but, it was a long con. Well... It just started out as a curiosity. She was from the future and she saw Kovu and was like, I'll give it a try. I'll, I'll make a Kovu happen. <laughs> Actually, she is not responsible for Kovu. She's responsible for Kovu's girlfriend. So Kovu's, As we all know. Yeah, Kovu's someone else's fault. He's <laughs> he's the reason for all the horny fanboys and girls. Um, we got off track. I don't think so. <laughs> you let her ride. Cove is the reason for Red 13. <clears throat> also not true. But continue. Red 13 is Kovu fan art and... <laughs> <laughs> Preceding the Kovu still. Is, is his current like face in the remake what his face looked like back then? Yeah, sure is. Sure. Alright, well then Red 13 is what made Kovu. Red 13 <laughs> got his hands and feet eaten and became a lion. <laughs> Man, Final Fantasy lore is weirder than I thought. <laughs> Look, we're tying it all together. All of that training we underwent when Tyler had me tied up has to go to to folklore somehow. Okay, so this lady is a lion now? A lioness, yes. No, I get it. She's a girl lion. I Nope, got it. Is that a distinction that needs to be made? Is it like actor and actress where it's the same thing? I mean, she is identifying herself as a lioness, so I think we should respect her. That's fair. Akal's brothers went to the cattle camp. Unclear whether this is directly related to their mom being uh, a lioness or if they were just like already going to cattle camp while this was <laughs> happening. I know that this is a a cattle camp where like they have jobs and stuff, but I like to think of it as cattle camp, like space mm-hmm. camp that these yeah, kids are going exactly. to. Um, you learn and- how to rustle. Yeah, their mother's relatives are over there, and so they go to cattle camp and Russell, leave not Russell. Well, maybe a bit of both. People in this story are getting real freaky with yeah, animals. So I'm not going to put anything. Wrestling might be might be good. It I'm tenderizes not, the I'm meat. I'm not going to rule anything out. It does tenderize the meat <laughs> if you wrestle the cow first. Yeah. I I only eat wrestled steaks. Well wrestled, please. You give you give the waiter you give the waiter like rare to well done and also how thoroughly the the cattle was wrestled. <laughs> it's like a secret menu option that they don't. Yeah, because it's about. like a real pain <laughs> to deal with that kind of stuff. But like if you ask, they have to give it to you. If you wanna if you wanna impress a waiter the next time you go to a restaurant once they're open again and it's safe to do so, mm-hmm. they ask you how you want your steak prepared. 
you put a hand on their hand. You lean in real close and you just say, Rassled. I want I want that. And then you get the mill for free. Yeah, I want that horseplay rough. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the cows that they like had specific feeds given to them and massage like shiatsu massage massages and um, bedtime stories read to them every night but the opposite <laughs> mm-hmm. like the total opposite yeah you've got your pampered cows and you got your wrestled cows and both have a <laughs> lot of flavor to that meat but it is a very different sort of flavor <laughs> depends on what you're after so a calls not left at home she's not invited to cattle camp uh, so she left there with her mom and when her mom went wild she went into the forest and would only return for a little bit in the evening to look for food. Kind of like an outdoor cat, but bigger. <laughs> Much. Uh, so Aiko would prepare something for her and put it in, out on the platform in the courtyard. And the mother would come and sing in a dialogue with Aiko. Um, instead of singing this dialogue or saying in full, I'll just summarize what the conversation is. Just, mm-hmm. Hey, Aiko, where are your dad? Can you do it kind of like Les Mis? Where it's not really singing. Hey, hey, call where your dad he is at the cattle camp. Hey, hey, call where Lankacor also at the cattle camp. Hey, hey, call where's Aldhadchingi? He's also at the cattle camp. Hey, hey, call where is the food in these gourds? Bon appetit. Is that good enough? Yes, thank you. That made it a lot easier to follow for me. Good. I'm glad. Uh, so the mom would eat and then she'd leave and this would repeat every night and went on for quite some time uh, meanwhile Lankakor came back from cattle camp to visit his mom and sister feeling a little mm-hmm. homesick and he found that his mom was absent but his sister was cooking in a large pot over the cooking fire which seems unusual because apparently her appetite is not full family size on a reg so he asks Akal, hey, where's mom? Uh, why are you cooking in a big pot? And she said, well, you know, mom went wild. She lives in the forest now, but she comes every night for food. So here we are. <laughs> this, is, this is just what I do now. <laughs> and he said, okay, take that pot off the fire. Stop being an enabler of mom's lion ways. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, no, I, I have to cook for these mom. Are the, these I are the conversations you have to have with parents sometimes. <laughs> yeah like mom i am not enabling you anymore get off of all fours and stop growling at wildlife mom i've had it up to here with your midlion crisis <laughs> um so he he doesn't argue any further he lets her do her whole thing she puts the food out the whole singing ritual happens her brother is very frightened he empties his bowels and leaves the next day <laughs> fuck okay <laughs> where <laughs> Unclear. I left the that appropriate sentence. receptacle. I left that sentence unedited. He emptied his bowels and left the next day. Um, I, I like the idea that he just took a shit and then kind of hung around, <laughs> uh, staring until the next day when he sort of slinks off. <laughs> Giant shit still in a pile on the floor. Yeah. That's that's also my image of like how he spent his night. <laughs> when he was asked in the cattle camp what was going on at home, he was too embarrassed to tell the truth. Now, is he embarrassed about his mom going through a midlion crisis, or is he embarrassed about taking a steaming shit on the floor? Who knows? 
Who knows which is the problem he sees here. Um, but he says, everyone's fine at home. It's all good. Everything's completely normal and there is no shit on the floor. Why'd you ask? Uh, well, then Akal's father decided to come and visit. So he he does. He sees the big pot. He asks her what she's doing with it. Also tries to get her to stop being a lion enabler, but gives up just as easily. He witnesses the whole song, gets frightened, but unlike uh, his son, managed to keep it in. Um, does not shit himself and simply goes back to camp. <laughs> a, a small mercy. There's only one pants shitter in this family. <laughs> yeah, one, I mean, one would hope. Otherwise, that's just like a lot of laundry, I think. Yeah, it's too <laughs> many shitters. Well, then came Al-Hachingini, the exceedingly brave one. I think I've pronounced his name differently every time I've said it. Yeah, why stop now? <laughs> one of these will be right. Uh, he brought with him a very strong rope. I don't know if he did that because he had some inclination of what was going on. The dad took him aside at cattle camp. He was like, look, boy, um, I'm less embarrassed about this. I did see the stain your other brother left on the, <laughs> on the floor, so I do understand why he maybe didn't tell us anything. Um, but you gotta know your mom's a lion now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> or if he just brings with him... Uh, strong ropes everywhere he goes on principle kind of like the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy towel imperative yeah you never know when you need one yeah i mean the witches in terry pratchett's novel do uh i think they they specifically would say string but rope is just like a thick string that has different applications so i mean you should always have it with you he could just be a D character that's true he got the adventurer's kit in the beginning yeah and he's used Almost none of it, because he's largely forgotten what's in it. <laughs> Even if he didn't, he'll say that he did retroactively when he needs it. Right. Um, so he brings him with him a strong rope. He does the whole thing with the pot and the explanation and the, hey, stop doing that. No, I can't. All right, fine. Um, but when before she puts the food out, he places the rope near the food in such a way that he could trap his mom when she took the food. And she t he ties the other end of the rope to his foot, which seems... Brave. Brave's a word for it. Exceedingly brave. Uh, we don't find out why he does this, because it has no consequences. Uh, the mom's song time comes, and he pulls on the rope uh, with his foot, maybe? I don't know. Uh, mom's song but time. But I guess this... I guess this traps her enough, because then he gags her and ties her to a pole. Can you imagine a gagged lion, like gagging a lion? Uh, no, that is that is very much the the business end. I have not been to those websites, the, the lion gagging <laughs> websites. Yeah, I'm sure they exist. I mean, if you if you put that into the old Goog, I bet I bet you'll get something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he ties her to the pole after gagging her, and then he goes and he beats her with part of the heavy rope, which is also something you can probably find on that same site. <laughs> he beats her and beats her and beats her, and then he gives her some raw meat, and when she eats it, he beats her again and continues beating her a lot. Some mixed messages here from the very brave young man. He's so brave. Uh, then he gives her two pieces of meat, one raw and one roasted. She refused the raw one, took the roasted one, said, My son, I have become human again. I'm done. Please stop beating me. And they reunited and they lived happily ever after the end. That was a hell of a conditioning to go through. <laughs> to just be gagged, tied to a pole, and beaten over and over again? Until you choose the human cook meat Which... and not the raw meat. 
Also, she ate, she, the raw meat thing is a real important part of her being a lioness, uh, is yeah. my impression. What's the daughter cooking in a giant pot? Huh? <laughs> I mean, the daughter's been feeding her mom. Yes, things. things. That she's been cooking. Has she been cooking them raw? It's like gazpacho with meat. Um. <laughs> that needs a large cooking pot over the stove for some reason. What is she cooking? Yeah, like if the mom's only eating raw meat, if that's a really big part of the whole lioness gone wild thing, why is the daughter cooking? Um, for herself. Okay. No. Yeah, so that's, maybe that's... maybe it's maybe it's just her maybe. dinner so that she can share with her mom. Or it's dessert. Is it? Is it? Maybe she's having a potluck or going to a potluck to get. Maybe she's always had the appetite of a whole family, and this is the. The only time she's been allowed to be herself and she can use her mom as like a <laughs> With her front. wild mom. Yeah, maybe yeah. she's trying to get away from her from her lion mom for like a minute so she can do her own I thing. I mean, she's, no, she's been specifically inviting lion mom here. I think it's to like dinner. her brothers went to cattle camp and now all the Pringles are hers. Mm-hmm. She no longer has to fight with her brothers for, for the food. For the cooked Pringles. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, so she can she can have a giant pot full of food all to herself. Um, Pringles, as you said. Right, right, right. <laughs> the, the only food. Let's that, let's maintain the, the metaphor. The, the Pringles and the uh, the cosmic brownies oh. and things that she previously mm-hmm. had to fight with uh, her brothers for. Um, and she's like she pretends she's making some of it for her mom, one to stave off her own internalized guilt for it, and two as a front to her brothers. So that's one option. Uh, the other option is that she has been, like, slowly adding cooked meat to her mom's diet to undo the lioness thing in, like, a gentle sort of manner. And then her brother just comes in and beats the rest of it out of her. With the rope that he carries at all times. Right. The beaten rope. Or the rope that his dad carried at all times that he was bequeathed. See, he is the brave one, and in this case that means... The bully who can gag a lion. The bully who would beat up his own mom. <laughs> the ultimate bully. Incredibly brave. Because the story's not named for him, it's named for the girl. Yeah. Who didn't affect much change on said story. No. no. Kind of just went with what the events were doing. She's like, hey mom, can you please stop giving your limbs up for firewood? <laughs> oh, dang, you're a lion now. Guess I'll bust out the Pringles. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was it's an off leak, maybe. You wanna you wanna do you wanna kinda go with the flow for once. You mean low Mayan flow? What? Are you are you empathizing with, with A call saying that she just wanted to go with the the mom's lion yeah, flow? I mean I get it. <laughs> sometimes sometimes you just kinda go with what's <laughs> happening around you and and that's fine. That's that sometimes you need to do it's, that. It's certainly easier. Path of least resistance. Sometimes that means a lion. Mom's going through something, and ultimately, her journey is not my responsibility. <laughs> like, she's gotta be a vor lioness for a little bit to work through some stuff. <clears throat> That's her path. I'm gonna microwave these Pringles. <laughs> <laughs> Try all different Pringles recipes. This This will be my time. For me. Everybody else is at cattle camp. Mom's a lion. <laughs> I'm just gonna live my best life. I'm just gonna pop and I'm not gonna stop. 
<laughs> so I think if we were to <clears throat> fix the story or turn it into uh, something vaguely movieable, not a good movie, this would not be a good uh, candidate for Gordy's egotting. Maybe we can sell it to Quibi. They need content. Yeah, it's just something. It's a stepping stone. They, kind they of sure do. Jeez, yeah. poor, poor Quibi. <laughs> yeah, poor I mean, Quibi. It was, it was like pretty inadvisable. But still, is it their fault? That Rona virus really snuck yeah, up I on know. them. It's the virus. It's the virus's fault that in this unprecedented time of free time to binge watch shows on various streaming networks that their streaming network nobody wants quick bites honestly the fucked up thing is that these are precedented times (laughs) we've we've had pandemics before there is precedent yeah but do we have pandemics with netflix gordy no but i mean that that should quite a bit easier (laughs) who knew that netflix and chill meant you had a fever precisely Anyway, to make a quibby worthy um, piece of media, mm-hmm. not hard, but just go a, on. Just a ten, um, yeah, just we're a, setting like the bar ten a little, minute again. Little shitter, basically. Uh, I mean, I think... this is a this is a film about a woman being bit, so it does fit in with the quick bite sort of motif. <laughs> oh, right, right, yeah, right. it is. It is thematic uh, the story for the is, platform. The story is named for a call, so she does need to play a bigger role in this. Is the first major fix I'd do. Wouldn't um, it be easier to just name it something else? I mean, yeah, we could do that, but I would like to turn this into kind of a a Mandy or Boxcar Children style. Um, Interesting story. You know, like these kids have been otherwise abandoned to their own situation and are making the best of it, um, and so all this happens. Her mom becomes a lioness. She mm-hmm. still loves her mom. She's still taking care of her. Um, but it, it's it's all about the, like, slowly turning a boxcar into a home kind of thing, figuring <laughs> out how to how to make it work, how many mm-hmm. recipes can you do with Pringles, that kind of thing. She's, she's having a little coming-of-age moment here. But meanwhile, she does have a plan. And it is a slow plan, but a, a wise and safe one, and that is... First, she feeds her mom the raw meat that her mom so clearly craves. Yeah, as all lions do. She just cooks it a little bit the next night, just a touch, just warming it up a little bit. You won't even notice. Still raw. And like slowly over the course of weeks or months as she's having her own like growing up journey, she is beginning closer with her mom as a lioness and tricking her into eating more and more cooked meat. Uh, until her mom becomes human but then her brother and, comes and just craves well done <laughs> steaks with ketchup on top like a different kind of monster well then, <laughs> then her brother comes in and he is the villain of this story because we need one and he just he's the violent like it's it's that violence versus compassion kind of tale where mm-hmm. he just wants to beat the lion out of her and it doesn't work, and it like he feeds her raw meat and then beats her for it, and it just kind of reawakens that hunger, and she goes more feral. <clears throat> it's um, like the end of We're Back. Yeah, and and she has to to find her mother's like true self and love in there, and mm-hmm. uh, defeat her brother or something. I don't know. We can workshop the end there, but I think it should be the the, the like compassionate method wins 
even if it takes a long time, because just beating out behaviors in somebody does not work well. Yeah. And I don't think you should be called brave for doing that. So that's how I would fix this. So Mr. Katzenberg, give us a call. Yeah, put it on a dead platform. <laughs> a, a DOA platform. <laughs> Which is fine. They'll take... Yep. I think they'll take, like, anything. They'll take anything. Point. Like, the bar is low there, and that's how we... We stick our foot in the door, and we begin the Gordy Egot journey. Um, yeah, I think they they have to give every platform at least, like, one, like, Grammy and one, like, like each, each platform gets at least one um, Emmy, for example, of, of, each, of each. So, like, why can't we get the Quibi one? <laughs> Man, wouldn't that be a fun way to play the system if that were Quibi a true thing? Quibi is the fast track to an EGOT. <laughs> we can make more awards with a flop site than we can with a hit. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see a stage production of a Quibi show. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it has never been done. It could be the, like, the first. <laughs> uh, before we go, can we give Entry Level Lion a performance review? Absolutely. Um, yeah, what do you think? Well, there are pros and cons. I appreciate sort of the go get em attitude of mm-hmm. entry level lion in hiring his own employee. Yeah. 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 No, he's a he's a self starter for sure. Yeah, he's got yeah. the gumption that counts. He did add somebody else to the payroll without our knowledge of it. Totally. By turning a woman into a lion. Again. Also just a real self starter. Exactly. It's, the, this, it's both pro and con. Yeah, being a self-starter is good up to a point, but when, when you start self-starting your comp- the parent company out of business and kind of skipping the whole HR thing. When you start your own company within a company, it is a concern. <laughs> um, Although a bold move. Like a secret company that eats the other company from the inside <laughs> out. That would actually be kind of a fun Slowly thing to also do. Slowly transforming them into lions. <laughs> That's our our um, TV show for uh, Quibi. Mm-hmm. Is the the parasitic company within a company? <laughs> <laughs> a man joins a company that like screwed his best friend or something specifically for the purpose of taking it down from the inside. <laughs> sort of. I think that would be a very satisfying show to watch if it was done well. Hostile takeover, but from inside it. To conclude my notes, I love this lion like a son, but we do need to fire him. <laughs> um, you, you don't think he's a good He'll, he'll make he's, it out. Yeah, he'll make dangerous. it out there on his own. Uh, he can start his own uh, cool internet startup. I think we could write a very nice review letter for him if he Get needs him in one. the door someone, somewhere else. We don't want to burn bridges, but we do need him to exit the premises. <laughs> like, just think, the entry-level lion, just think of this as, like, one one notch on the five years of experience required for all other entry-level jobs. Entry-level lion, we'll lie. We'll say you were here for five years. Yeah, just go whatever, somewhere else. Whatever you need for an entry-level yeah. low-paying just, job anywhere else. Just please, please, please burden someone else. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, any other changes to this? Should more people shit themselves? Mm. I feel like that was a good comedic moment in um, the middle of this. I feel like more would cheapen it. You just you get the one good shit for if you're it's, on EGOT path. Yeah, you it's, go a, any it's got a perfect that. balance. I mean, like, already. what if okay. what if Jeff Daniels did 
did do two good pooping scenes in Dumb and Dumber. I think I think the second one would just be flat. It would be a bit much. Yeah, I think I think the one was plenty. It's right. not a well that you want to return to. So official review of the story is Lion is self-starter but needs mm-hmm. to be fired. Perfect poop balance. Uh, stop beating people with ropes. Um, made for Quibi. Made, made for Quibi. Made for Quibi, absolutely. And that's going to do it for us for this week. Thank you very much for tuning in and listening. Uh, thank you for those of you who have been uh, sharing the show online. We really appreciate that. We do not advertise, partially because we're tired. <laughs> <laughs> and where would we go for that? Um, so we, we don't pay to advertise the show. Your word of mouth is the way that we, we get new cultists that feed us. Uh, in our souls so please keep doing that share the show to like three people you like and one person you don't like but give them like our poopiest episode to listen to first mm-hmm. it's a small vengeance i think there's one with a, a goose or something that's mostly shit so start them on that one and start the others on your favorite one um but yeah just kind of spread it out spread it around we don't it's it's not that we don't advertise because we're afraid that the u.s government will find out we have started several cults but please (laughs) please please send more cultists our way um and thank you to our uh patrons uh, our most dedicated cultists uh (laughs) you too can be a cultist for the low low payment of one dollar a month where you can come see all kinds of shenanigans and uh nonsense. just get straight up indoctrinated in the discord yeah they've got their own like sub stories going on you're missing out <laughs> on a lot of quality content uh so for the the price of one yeast packet one yeast packet in these apocalyptic <laughs> times a month you could uh you could join several cults and participate in fashion contests and all kinds what of stuff what a deal yep uh, thank you to our top-tier patrons, Maya, Katarina, Spaghetto Hearts for Final Mix HD, Chain of Sleep Prologue, Lovelace, Roe, Teresa, Kula, Funky Little Strawberry, Izzy, from each according to their good china, to each according to their Dave, Help, <laughs> Rachel, I'm Trapped in a Podcast, Copus Cat, Lemur, Angela, Cole, who will catch Tyler and destroy Kevin, Caitlin, Alex, Little Smorgasbord, Danielle, Wyatt, Soapy Faye, Kelty, Olwyn, Queen of Terrible Taste, Allie, McGregor, Nathan the Scott, Yahweh, Yowie, Link, April, DPRCM, The Day Dude, Pyrus, High Listus of Wimbus, What Am, Grace Taking Suggestions on Discord, Jeremiah, WT Folklore, But It's Haley, Hidden Jester, Dominic, Justin, Lily, Jenna, Heather, Hi, Meow Lady of the Cult of Cricket. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you always, Doug. Thank you. Thank you, Doug. And thank you, Entry Level Lion, but that will be enough. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank well, you for your application. Um, but we have to turn you down. We're about the folklore. That's how it works. This has been What the Folklore. Thanks for listening to our show. If you have story suggestions for us, please send them to wtfolklore at gmail.com and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. 
Special thanks to the Brobdingnagian Bards for the use of their song Happily Ever After from their album Brobdingnagian Fairy Tales. If you enjoyed our show, please rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts.